Sure, it's easy to keep your vibes high when life is going great, but can you raise your vibration and keep it high when life gets hard or messy? <laughs> Don't worry if you can't because I've got your back. I'm gonna show you exactly how to raise your vibration for good no matter what happens in your life. In this video, you're going to learn the factors that contribute to your overall energy, the key traits that you need to develop before you can shift your energy, and the four ways that you can raise your vibration for good no matter what. Coming up. Hello, beautiful soul. This is Christina Lopes, the Heart Alchemist, here to help you open your heart, heal your past, and live with purpose. If you're new to my videos, click on that subscribe button and also on the bell so you get notified as soon as I publish new content. Your vibration is crucial in the creation of your life, and the higher your vibration is, the more peaceful and joyful your life is. But I get a lot of messages from clients and from viewers who tell me, you know, how can I keep my vibration high when life gets hard? <laughs> this is a really good question, and I'm gonna go deep into this question in this video. By the time you finish watching this video, you're gonna know how to hold your vibration for good, really high, no matter what happens in your life. In this video, you're going to learn the three factors that contribute to your overall vibration. Then in the second part, we're going to go over the two key traits that you need to develop before you can shift your energy. And then in part three, we're going to go over the top four ways to raise your vibration permanently, no matter what happens in your life. Once you get finished watching this video, I want you to let me know in the comments below which one of the tips in this video are you going to start implementing in your life first. Let me know in the comments below. All right, on to part number one is the three factors that contribute to your vibration. Now, one of these factors is talked about a lot in videos and blogs about uh, vibration and how to raise your vibration. Two of them are not talked about at all, really. <laughs> so I'm super excited to go into those here. The first one is the one that's really most talked about, and that is the quality of your thoughts and feelings, okay? So when we talk about, there's a lot of teachers out there talking about how to raise your vibration, and one of the most common things that are taught and discussed is the idea that the higher, more positive thoughts that you have, the higher emotions or vibrational feelings that you have, the more your vibration, your overall vibration goes up. And this is true, right? The quality of your thoughts and the quality of your feelings, this is super important for your overall vibration. The more that you can focus on positive thoughts, on not just positive thoughts, but empowering thoughts, thoughts that are centered around love and compassion and openness. This type of thinking is very expansive. And if you can pair that up with high feelings like love, compassion, um, just positivity, all these beautiful joy, peace, <laughs> these are all high vibrational feelings. So when you pair um, high vibrational thoughts with high vibrational feelings, your overall vibration goes up. But in one of my previous videos on the law of attraction, you're gonna see it popping up right here. I went deeper into the idea of how your thoughts and your heart, your emotions, how these two things contribute significantly to the overall vibration of your energy field. So go check out that video to get deeper into that. But now let's move to two other factors that aren't discussed or rarely discussed when it comes to raising your vibration. Uh, factor number two is accumulated life experience. Nobody's really 
really talking about this and this is so crucial. What do I mean by accumulated life experience? Well, anything that happens to you in your life, especially we're talking, I'm talking about painful stuff, painful stuff that happens in your life. If it's not healed, if it's not healed properly, it starts to create wounds in your energy field. And the more wounds, unhealed wounds you have in your energy field, the more your energy field is weighed down. So you can be thinking positively all day long, <laughs> but if you have unhealed wounds in your energy field that you haven't dealt with, the positive thinking won't do much to budge your overall vibration because the heaviness of the wounds is holding your energy field down. So this is a super important factor in the overall uh, vibration of your field and it's not talked about a lot. And I know why it's not talked about a lot because this is where the hard work comes in to heal from the past. <laughs> And not a lot of people want to do this work, but this is crucial to remember that any past experiences, past painful experiences that are unhealed, they're lodged in your system and they won't let you kind of come up as far as you can, as you can, if you were, or were to heal them. The third factor that contributes to your overall vibration is your level of resilience. <laughs> Here's another one that's not talked about a lot either. So what is resilience? Resilience is your ability to bounce back from adversity when something happens to you. Okay. So the faster that you can bounce back from something bad happening to you, the higher your resilience and resilience is so crucial. <laughs> it's so crucial in your overall vibration and why? <laughs> well, it's because when something messy happens to you and, and you know what, bad things are going to happen to all of us. Life is going to get hard. All of our lives sometimes get hard. So this resilience is key because if I'm not resilient, when something bad or painful happens in my outside environment, my vibration is going to dip and I'm not going to bring it up fast enough. So it's really going to start impacting my overall vibration. The longer that I, that I stay in low vibration after something difficult has happened to me, then the more it's going to contribute to pushing down my whole vibration. When you're resilient, let's say something, you know, painful happens to you. There's a slight little dip in your energy, but since you're resilient, you bounce right back up. So it doesn't really affect the negative or painful event in your life. Doesn't really affect your overall vibration when you are resilient. So this is key. This is the third one and it's key. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about how to develop this later on in the video. Now to part two, and that is the two key traits that you need to develop before you can shift your energy. <laughs> you may not like to hear these. <laughs> not a lot of people like to hear these two traits, but they are crucial for you to be able to then start shifting your energy permanently. Otherwise you're just going to keep yo-yoing back and forth with your energy. Okay. So here are the, are the two crucial traits. The first one is patience. <laughs> no, nobody likes to hear this one. Nobody likes to hear the whole patience thing because we are so uh, trained and programmed to just keep hustling and keep going and keep, you know, just going quickly, quickly, quickly. And, you know, even I suffer from this a little bit sometimes too. I had to learn patience. This was one of the hardest things for me in my life was to learn patience because I have a lot of fire energy. And so fire just wants to keep moving. <laughs> and so life had to show me life actually chiseled, <laughs> chiseled this into me. Life had to show me patience and patience is a crucial, 
crucial part of being able to raise your vibration permanently. The idea that you can change your vibration instantly is a bit delusional. <laughs> it's a bit delusional. There's a tiny, tiny bit of truth to this, but overall, this whole idea that you can change your vibration just like this, you know, sometimes I see like people saying that you can change your vibration like 24 hours and do all this. It's a little bit delusional, but I'm going to show you the tiny part of truth that there is in this, but why patience is important also. So here's your energy field. And your energy fields, uh, you can see it's a multi-layered field. Now, the energy field is operating in the quantum world. It's non-local. It doesn't belong to this space-time reality, okay? So part of this energy field, the part that you can't see when you're watching this video, the part that you can't see of me, that's operating in the quantum world. But there's one layer of your whole energy system that's operating in time space. And that's what? That's the part that you're watching in this video, which is my body, okay? So your body operates both in the quantum world and in time space reality. So when we talk about changing our vibration instantly, the tiny bit of truth is that you can change something instantly in anything in the quantum world, <laughs> okay? Why? Because the quantum world doesn't operate with time. It operates outside of time so that when changes happen in the quantum world, they happen in the now, all right? So when your vibration changes in the outer levels, you can see it here, the outer levels of your energy field, your vibration can change instantly there for sure. But here's the thing, this change in vibration in the outer layers of your energy field, it can only be temporary if the key feature here in this, in this energy field hasn't changed, and that's the body. Until the changes in your electromagnetic field, until those quantum changes make their way down into the body, then nothing will change permanently. Your vibration will not hold, though, though that high vibration won't hold unless those changes occur in the body on a cellular level, okay? And that takes time, right? Anytime I'm dealing with a body, it takes time because the body is operating in time space, all right? So that's the part that, that's where patience comes in because I have to understand that even though I can have these instant changes in vibration on the outer fields of my energy field, that I still have to wait patiently for the body, for my cells, to be able to take on this new energy, to let go of old, denser energy, take on new energy. Your DNA is going to change, your cell structure is going to change, all of your cellular structure is going to change when this change in vibration gets down into the body. And this takes time, hence patience, <laughs> okay? So when you hear anybody say that you can change your vibration instantly, from here on in, you'll know that there's a tiny little bit of truth to that, but mostly that's not true and you need time and you need patience to get there. Now you may be asking why patience is so important. And the reason is that if you're not patient, an impatient person, they start to get really frustrated and really irritated easily when something's not going their way, <laughs> okay? Now, frustration, irritation, 
anger, sometimes even sadness. They'll start to feel sad. Impatient people will start to feel sad because they're not seeing the changes that they want as quickly as they want. So you see frustration, irritation, anger, sadness. What are these emotions? They are denser emotions. So the more impatient you are, the more denser the emotions you're going to start to feel, the more your vibration goes down. So I prepared a couple of little graphs here for you to show you kind of how this goes. So we like to think that changes in vibration, they occur kind of like this. Here's a graph to show it. So the majority of people think that changes in vibration occur with, you know, your vibration's really low and then suddenly there's just a spike in your vibration and woohoo, you're gonna be happy ever after. <laughs> okay, so a lot, of the, a lot of people think that changes in vibration and vibrational work goes more like this. That's, that's not really how it goes. So here's a graph of how it really goes. So changes in vibration, they go really slowly over time. Changes in your core vibration. Remember, not, not the quantum, but in your core vibration. Changes in your core vibration go a little slower. They go a little slower with ups and downs, but constantly sloping upwards, okay? So that means that if you're doing the work, your vibration is gonna keep going up. Even if there are temporary and slight little dips, it'll still keep going up. Overall, the vibration just keeps going up even if you have dips. It keeps going up slowly across time. This is how real vibrational work is done. It's not delusional. This is a little bit closer to reality. So you remember from here on in that this patience part is going to be crucial for you because this second graph, <laughs> this second graph of how vibrational work goes, this requires patience, my friends. <laughs> The second key trait is consistency. <laughs> okay, so here's that, here's that graph again, all right? So you see how, how this vibration is going up nice and slowly, but there are dips every once in a while. And what do these dips mean? They mean that, you know, stuff happens in our life. Life can get hard, life can get messy. And in those moments, it's perfectly normal for your vibration to dip just a little bit because you know what? Like when life's a little messy, when life's hard, yeah, sometimes I'm going to feel more negative, dense emotions. It's part of being human too. So this vibrational work is not about rejecting denser emotions. You're going to feel dense emotions because you're human and it's inevitable. But when you are consistent with your vibrational work, when you are consistent, you're going to see that the dips in your energy, the dips in your vibration, when it does come down, it's only temporary and then you're back up again, okay? So the consistency is crucial also because if you're not consistent with your vibrational work, if you're not consistent with the practices and the tips that I'm going to share with you in a little bit, if you are not consistent with this, your overall core vibration, it will not permanently increase. It'll just be highs and lows and highs and lows and, and that It'll really cause a lot of pain in your life, right? The more that you can hold that vibration up permanently, the lighter and more joyful your life is gonna be even when messy or hard things do happen. So stay consistent. Now to part number three, and that is the top four tips to raise your vibration for good. The first one I've talked about before, but I'm gonna reemphasize it again as the first tip because it's so crucial. And that is healing the past. Okay, you cannot raise your vibration permanently if you are carrying around stuff from the past, okay? And I know that sometimes this is hard to hear because I have people reaching out to me and sometimes clients get really frustrated when we're doing this work because they'll say to me, 
I've dealt with that. I've healed all that. I'm just, yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I've done all that work. But then as we're working, we find that in fact, a lot of that pain had not been truly healed. It was just being rejected. Okay. So focus on healing. It's crucial. You have to heal the past because if you don't heal those wounds in your energy system, it doesn't matter what else you do. All the other techniques or strategies are going to be superficial because there's no way all of the other techniques are going to be able to pull your energy up when compared to wounds that are in your energy field that are unhealed from the past. Now you may be wondering, how exactly do I know if I have anything to heal still? <laughs> That's a question I get asked a lot. And there are four main ways to, to really find out if there's still unhealed stuff from your past, okay? Because you may genuinely not know. So here are the four ways that I've found. The first one is you think about that issue or that event or that memory or that trauma. You think about it a lot, even if you don't want to admit it. You think about it a lot. The second thing is that there's an emotional charge to that trauma, to that event, to, to, to that situation that happened in your life. There's an emotional charge, meaning that when you think or talk about it, you start to get really fired up. You start to feel pain. You start to feel sadness. You start to feel anger. And that means that there's an emotional charge stuck to the memory. And when there's an emotional charge, you know that it's unhealed. All right. So this is an important one. The third one is you don't like to talk about it or you don't even like to think about it. So you're constantly trying to think about something else or you refuse to talk about it. This is another sign. And the fourth, probably most important sign that you have unhealed pain is you just know it. Okay. When I, when I really kind of dig deeper, when I'm working with clients and I say, you know, what do you have to heal? And they'll say, Oh, I don't know. I think I've healed everything, but I, but then if I keep pushing, and I see, no, really, do you think that this is healed? And they say, no, I know it's not. Okay. <laughs> so you will know, you know, in your heart, if something is healed or unhealed, you just know it. I can't explain it. It's an intuition. It's an inner knowing and you know, so if any of these four things apply to you, then you know that you have unhealed past to heal. Now to get deeper into this healing work, here's a video that's going to pop up and it's very detailed. It's going to help you get through this healing work quickly, step-by-step -step process. So go check that video out also, and that'll really help you. Tip number two is self-generate thoughts and feelings. <laughs> okay. So what do I mean by this? So the majority of us live on this planet in a very reactive way. So if something happens in our outside world, that's good and wonderful, we feel great and happy and everything's good. But if something happens in our outside world, that's not so great, we feel angry and sad and all of these other emotions. So you see how reactive this is. We're living in a very unconscious way. We are constantly reacting to situations in our lives and we're letting our emotions and our thoughts be pulled by those situations. But what I mean in this tip is you're going to have to turn this all around. You are going to have to start noticing and knowing that you are a very strong eternal soul and that you can self generate the thoughts and the feelings that you want, regardless of what's going on on the outside of what's going on on the outside. 
And that is real mastery. When you start to self-generate emotions and thoughts and just completely detach from the outside world, this is, this is what freedom means. <laughs> and the more that you can do this, the more that you could learn this skill of self-generation of feelings, then the higher your vibration is going to go because then suddenly it doesn't matter if my life is a little bit messy. It doesn't matter if certain things are happening in my life that are hard. I can still within myself generate the emotions of love and compassion and joy and peace. I can self-generate them from within completely unrelated to anything that happens to me on the outside. So this tip of knowing how to self-generate is also crucial. <laughs> okay, so, but now the question is how exactly do I do that? How do I start self-generating emotions? Well, there's a bunch of things you can do, a bunch of things. You can meditate, you can go out in nature, uh, you can paint if you like, if you like painting. You can just go out and have fun, go to an amusement park or something, get on a roller coaster, just go out, have fun, watch a movie, uh, read a good book, I don't know, a bubble bath with Epsom salts. There are a ton of things that you could do to kind of bring comfort to yourself. As soon as you start doing these things that start bringing you comfort, this is when you really start to create that space to create the, the self generate the emotions that you're wanting. So, you know, for example, you can take a bubble bath. This is just a random example, but just to give you a, a clue into how to do this, take a bubble bath. You know, you're really relaxed. You come out of the bathtub, you dry yourself, you dress yourself, and then you sit in meditation in this really relaxed state after taking a bubble bath and you go on YouTube and you find a meditation on how to create compassion. All right. There's a ton of guided meditations on how to generate feelings, a ton of them. So look them up on YouTube. So let's say you look up a compassion meditation and you sit down, you put your earphones on, you're super relaxed now after your bubble bath and you put this guided meditation on and this guided meditation is going to show you how to generate that compassion, how to generate that compassion. And these meditations usually involve you visualizing yourself talking to someone you love or you visualizing yourself hugging someone you love. And as soon as this visualization comes in, you're going to start to feel compassion and love, even though that person's not in front of you. So this is, this is an example of what a compassion meditation usually involves. So you see this, these slow little steps allows you to start practicing this generation of positive emotions in you. And it's completely detached from the outside. And pretty soon you're going to get so good at this that even when life does get messy, you're going to be able to stop, close your eyes, take a nice deep breath. And still, even in the middle of a difficult situation, you will still be able to self generate love, compassion, and peace because you've trained at it. All right. <laughs> Tip number three is increase resilience. <laughs> we talked about resilience earlier on in the video. And so, yeah, it's, it's obvious that this would be a tip, right? You have to increase your resilience in order for that core vibration to permanently go up. And I want you to look up the, uh, the, the center for healthy minds at the university of Wisconsin. The founder of the center for healthy minds is uh, Dr. Richard Davidson, and he's a renowned researcher in, into well-being and resilience. So I uh, recommend you check them out, go there and see all the tools that they have to help you increase resilience. 
There's a ton of tools. Uh, Dr. Davidson is an amazing researcher and amazing teacher, so look him up, follow him, and you'll see a ton of tools on how to increase resilience. But I also want to leave you some of the top ways in which I increased my own resilience in my own life and that I now use with clients. So here are my little, uh, my essential resilience exercises that I used for myself. So the first one is become a solution oriented person instead of a problem oriented person. <laughs> Whoa, this one, this one's a little bit hard initially, but it's so crucial. So what I had to do is I trained myself and this was hard at first because I was a really negative person and I was always waiting for the shoe, the proverbial shoe to drop, <laughs> the proverbial other shoe to drop. I was always waiting for that. And so it took me a lot of discipline to be able to change my thinking, but I became a solution oriented person versus a problem oriented person. All right. So what does this mean? It means that when something difficult happens in your life or when something challenging happens in your life, you don't spend any time at all wallowing in the problem or complaining about the problem or just, you know, festering in the problem. You don't spend any time at all doing that. You immediately focus on your attention on solutions. Okay. This is an incredible, incredible skill to be able to hold your vibration high because if you allow your mind to start festering and complaining, your vibration is going to come down for sure. Okay. So become a solution oriented person. That's the first one. The second one that really helped me was to hold a greater vision no matter what. So I had some really painful things happen in my life, especially I had some painful things happen in the six years of my spiritual awakening. I had a lot of stuff happening and sometimes really painful things would happen in my life and I, I couldn't make any sense of them at the time. And what I, what I noticed was I started to feel better when I just sat in meditation, I looked up at the skies and I just said, you know, I don't really know why this is happening to me right now, but I know that there is a broader vision to this. And I know that someday I will be able to look back on this and I'll be able to take lessons that are really going to help me move forward with more maturity. <laughs> you see? So even though I, in the moment that I was going through these painful things, I didn't really know what, why this was happening. And I, I didn't, sometimes I couldn't see up from down, left from right, but I held in my heart that there must be a broader vision to this and I was going to hold the vision of my soul and that someday it would all make sense and if it didn't that was okay too but I would hold the broader vision of my soul and I would know that someday I would be able to take lessons from that situation that I was going through and I'd be able to not only help myself but help others that that's where these videos come from really the third way is to embrace change and this was a hard one and it's hard for people who have gone through any type of childhood trauma because what childhood trauma does is it very frequently creates adult personalities that are constantly feeling unsafe in the world. Okay. So when you're harmed as a child or when you feel unsafe as a child, that characteristic then stays in your personality, even when you grow up. So you basically look at the world, even as an adult, you look at the world as a fundamentally unsafe place. And so, if you look at the world as being unsafe, then you're going to be really afraid of change. And if you're afraid of change, then you're just going to be in fear all the time. <laughs> okay. So I had to really work on this one to be able to embrace change, to be able to just open up to, to trust myself, to know that I was safe. I actually, I actually used this mantra a lot when I was doing this work, I would use the mantra. I am safe. 
I am safe, everything's okay. <laughs> and then I just started opening up to life. I, I started, you know, just learning to trust my guides, learning to trust God, learning to trust this beautiful universe. The more that I trusted, the more that I was just open to change and I started to go with the flow and then things got easier and easier and easier. And now I do fundamentally think that the world is safe and it's just all so beautiful and it's all working for you. The fourth way to increase resilience is to focus on your purpose. <laughs> When you know your why, when you know why you're here, then it, everything else becomes bearable, really. If anything ever happens to you, if anything difficult ever happens to you, the person that knows their why will be able to bounce back from that really quickly. So just focusing on your purpose is crucial. Now, a lot of people tell me, you know, I don't know my why yet. I don't know what my life purpose is. And that's okay. If you don't know what your life purpose, if you do know what your life purpose is, then really focus strongly on it. If you don't know what your life purpose is, then I want you just to remember and focus on these words. Even if you don't know your purpose, you have purpose. You have come here with purpose on purpose, <laughs> okay? So even if you don't know exactly what that why is, just focus that there is a purpose and that it will reveal itself to you in due time. The fourth tip to increase your vibration for good is to cultivate patience and discipline. <laughs> we talked about this already a little bit. I just wanted to reinforce it here. You must develop patience. Otherwise, this is going nowhere. <laughs> so if you're super impatient, your vibration won't be able to rise as high as your soul's potential, okay? So focus on that patience piece. Be very patient with the universe. If you have to say to yourself constantly, everything is working out in divine timing. I love working with mantras, so this is another great um, uh, time to work with mantras is to work on patience. You can make up your own mantras like everything is working out at exactly the right pace. Uh, any, any other, you can come up with your own uh, mantras. Everything is working out exactly as it should. Divine timing is at play. <laughs> All of these different mantras for you to create and cultivate patience in you because you're gonna need it for this core vibrational work. And the discipline part is really just a form of maintaining your consistency. So remember, we talked about how consistency is key in, in shifting your vibration for good. Well, consistency requires discipline. <laughs> so discipline means that you are going to get very good at establishing daily practices that you're gonna to stick to no matter what. Um, you're not just going to do some things, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to do these practices for three or four days and then I'm back on the couch or I'm back in bed with the covers over my head because this whole vibration stuff doesn't work. <laughs> That's not how it goes. You have to be disciplined in order to create the practices that are going to help you shift your vibration and stick to those practices every day. Whether it be meditation, whether it be exercise, whether it be being out in nature, the, the world is your oyster. <laughs> so you're gonna have to develop your own practices and the things that work for you, but you have to be very disciplined in order to remain consistent day after day week after week and year after year. <laughs> 
And this discipline is super important, especially if you're working on patience at the same time, right? Because if you already know yourself to be a little bit impatient, then discipline is even more necessary because you're going to need to stick to these practices consistently to stick to the changes of thoughts, to the self, to the self generating emotions, all this stuff. You're going to need to be very disciplined to continue doing this. Even if you don't see any changes in your outside world, <laughs> this is the thing. A lot of people want to change their vibration. They want to raise their vibration, but they usually have an ulterior motive <laughs> and the ulterior motive is, Hey, Christina, I want to raise my vibration so that I can attract my ideal partner or so, so that I can attract more money and be more abundant. So there's usually an ulterior motive to this. But when you're doing this work, you're going to realize that there, there should be no ulterior motive to this, that you are here to live beautiful, joyful, fulfilling life. And you can come into this joy and this fulfillment, regardless of what's happening on the outside. And the more disciplined you are in your daily practices and in moving forward, the more disciplined and consistent you are, then you're going to notice that just by interacting with life, just by being with life, interact with life, show up, show up to life. Even if you can't see things, even when you're not seeing the changes in your outside world, still interact with life, still get out there, live life, be consistent and disciplined. And you can do this. You can do this. And then eventually the beautiful byproduct is that you will see changes in your outside environment, but that shouldn't be your ulterior motive for doing this kind of vibrational work. You should want to raise your vibration and keep it high because it's so wonderful to live that way, regardless of what happens in your outside world. But now I want to hear from you, which one of the tips that I recommended in this video, will you implement in your life first? Let me know in the comments below. And if you have a question for my weekly videos, leave them in the comments also with the hashtag ask Christina. And uh, don't forget to head over and subscribe to my channel or head over to my website and take my heart quiz to see if your heart is blocked and what you can do to open it up. And don't forget this video here on the law of attraction and how to really work with it. You're going to like it. All right, beautiful soul. I am out.